Hello, gang. This is John Syatt. Well, in 1947, Chuck Yeager was tapped to be the first person to hopefully break the sound barrier. It had never been done before, and many people believed that it could not be done. But the United States Air Force, along with Chuck Yeager, committed to seeing if it could happen. And, you know, he was he was tapped to do it because he was a World War II flying ace. The guy was you know, just a proven quantity when it comes to handling the plane, especially under pressure and stress. He uh, had five kills in one day and 13 overall uh, during his uh, service in World War II. So he was the right man for the job. But it wasn't an easy one because it had never been done before uh, by uh, a human being. But also, uh, you know, it, there was no equipment that had yet been created. So the Air Force went about creating what was called the X-1, which, you know, they called a plane. But really what it was was a rocket that had uh, very small wings. And... Um, it was experimental and they put Chuck Yeager in it in the fall of 1947 in the Mojave Desert and um, the crazy thing is that you know just a couple of weeks before he was riding his horse fell off his horse and broke a couple of ribs and had uh, his superiors known that that happened they never would have let him get in the cockpit and attempt to break the sound barrier well he never said anything and he devised a plan where he would uh, take a, uh, a broomstick, uh, just cut it off to the length that he needed to so that when he got into the plane, he could uh, uh, unhook the uh, canopy and lower it down and uh, and have that fastened over the top of him as you would need to in a plane. Uh, and that's exactly what he did. On that day, he, uh, he took flight and there was, of course, ground control maintaining uh, contact with him. And as he approached the speed of sound, he was, you know, with each uh, increasing mile per hour, just giving them an update on how the plane was doing, how he was doing, and and what the speed was. And the plane was not doing well. Uh, he, the thing was rattling. It appeared from his perspective that the thing was actually going to come apart. Uh, you know, the rivets did not look like they were going to hold. It was making a ton of noise. And he had a choice, he had a choice as whether he was going to throttle forward or pull back and land and say, gang, we got to do something because this thing is not going to withstand the pressure that's it's going to endure, it's going to face when we hit the, the, the speed of sound and that sound barrier. Well, Chuck Yeager did not do that. And as uh, he reached the speed of sound, 750, 751, he kept you know, each uh, progressive uh, um, mile that uh, that he hit he just kept announcing it at one point uh there was radio silence and ground control could hear nothing but white noise and then all of a sudden boom they heard this crazy sound and at first everybody thought that the uh the x1 had uh, exploded that it uh did not uh make it and that uh, chuck yeager had died and then within a fraction of uh of a second uh, they heard Chuck Yeager's voice again through the, the crackling white noise uh, and him counting the, uh, the miles per hour as they increased. He had broken the sound barrier. Now, gang, keep in mind, he had never done this before. This was the first time that he'd done it, and it was the first time that any human being had ever reached the sound barrier, that reached the, the, the speed of sound in an experimental plane. And... You know, there was a lot of fear. There was a lot of trepidation. There was a lot of um, uh, uncertainty. And he had a choice. 
you know, um, whether he was going to, in the first place, do it. But then when he got up in the air and it was actually doing it and the plane was like rattling apart, <laughs> he had a choice of whether he was going to move forward or he was going to uh, pull back. And fortunately uh, for the world, uh, he pushed forward. Again, I just want to ask you, when you're feeling resistance, you know, when it feels like, you know, your uh, figurative, you know, plane is rattling apart, do you pull back on the throttle or do you push forward? See, the only way to get through to successive, uh, um, you know, goals, moving to the next level, is to push forward to territory that we have never experienced before. And in other words, we got to get out of our comfort zone. And that day, that's what Chuck Yeager did. He he had a commitment, uh, he persevered, and there was a breakthrough. And he did that with momentum. You know, it, it is impossible to get to the highest levels without momentum. And I watch so many people in life who will try something, and when there is resistance, and the resistance seems to get unbearable, they will back out. Well, here's what I know. That when the resistance is at its peak, that is your moment of breakthrough. Just like Chuck Yeager, when he was at that moment of just about to break the sound barrier, the resistance was greatest. And rather than backing out, he pushed forward and he hit that pinnacle of resistance and boom, he broke through. And when he broke through, all of that resistance went away. The rattling went away. The extreme noise went away. And it was at that point, for the lack of a better phrase, smooth sailing. So gang, when you're feeling the resistance, how are you responding? Are you throttling forward or are you pulling back? See, momentum is absolutely critical and there is no way for you to break through unless you have momentum. It's like a freight train. A freight train, if it is on a set of tracks and it has a set of blocks in front of it and you throttle it up, it will go nowhere. But if you get that train going 75 miles an hour down a track and you put in front of it a concrete steel reinforced wall that's many feet thick, and that train hits that wall, it will blast right through it, no problem, because it has momentum. See, so much of the resistance that we feel that we don't go through, that we fail to go through, is because we lack momentum. Gang, are you being consistent at the things that you need to do to be successful in this business? Are you prospecting consistently? Are you making the calls? See, if you don't become consistent at making the calls, you'll never build the momentum. And if you don't build the momentum, you'll never get to the next level. And it gets exhausting because I watch people, they will start and they stop and they start and they stop. And the problem is that when you stop, you have to start all over again. And the resistance is always greatest just as you begin. And the more momentum you get, you you know, you're kind of like in the zone and things start to flow and things start to get easier. But most people never give themselves a chance to do that because they back out. It requires patience, gang. You have absolute patience You'll build momentum. And I get it. There's the monotony and the tedium of you know making the calls. And then there's the fear. The fear that, well, people are going to reject me or it's not going to work out or I'm not enough or this isn't going to work for me, despite the fact that it's worked for others. Gang, if you will commit, if you will persevere, if you will build momentum, if you will have the patience to do that, I promise you, you will experience breakthroughs. But you have to be consistent. See, it's not written anywhere that you can't be successful. In fact, I would guarantee you that it is written that you will be successful, but you must be consistent. You must persevere and you must break through. And if you will, I promise you, just like Chuck Yeager on that day breaking the sound barrier, you'll break whatever barriers you will face. 
And whatever level you want to get to in this life and in this business, if you will just do what Chuck Yeager did that day and just power forward, throttle forward. Give these things some thought, and as usual, I'll see you at the top.